Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. A blowout so bad that we don't even have to wait till the game is over to do the reaction show. Texas smokes Oklahoma State in the 2023 Big 12 championship game. They get to 12 and 1 and potentially a chance to play for the national championship in the college football playoff. This is the Big 12 Watch. I am your host, Josh Neighbors, here on Crystal Ball College Football, part of the 365 Sports Network. You all can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Apple, Stitcher, Spotify. You can also find me on YouTube as well. Once again, this place, like the video, subscribe to the channel. Uh, and also, you guys can find us on X slash Twitter at NWPod365. You guys can find me at Josh Neighbors underscore. I mean, it's 513 and counting right now. 49-21 Texas, and that was a gratuity score that just came late for Oklahoma State. We've got... Uh, it looks like Malik Murphy in the game running this thing out. Texas is going to win the Big 12 championship game in the last year in the conference. So some folks who are Big 12 people are going to cover this a certain way, uh, you know, across the Big 12 universe. I, I choose not to do like the, oh my God, this is so bad for our conference and our league. I cover it more like what it actually is, like just in context of football and everything like that. Here's the reality. Texas has been the best team in the league all year. And people in the comments of these videos have been denying it and denying it and denying it. And whether it's a actually they actually think that or it's a fandom thing, it's been hard to watch Texas games and think, eh, they were like not as good that day. Oklahoma game maybe withstanding, right? Uh, but those games are always strange, weird rivalry games. And if you watch those teams play the rest of the before and after that, I would say I thought it was pretty clear Texas is the better team than Oklahoma. I think if they played again in the Big 12 championship game, I think Texas would win. Um, and they were not better, I guess, on that day, you could say. But, I mean, every other you know day of the year, they have been. And uh, it's only been their mistakes that have gotten in their own way. The last two weeks against Texas Tech and then against Oklahoma State today in the Big 12 championship game, their mistakes were few and far between, and their quality of play was so high. I mean, just from the word go, they have they've played essentially like, four quarters of competitive football in the last two weeks. I mean, these games have not been close or at least where they've, they've been full throttle, like really full throttle the first half against tech and the first half today, and maybe the first couple drives of the second half, because it was still a three score game, but Oklahoma state, I said this before, not built to play from behind and Texas knew if they put them in a hole early, it'd be tough to get out penalties withstanding guys. Like I know that missed pass interference was bad and it would have been nice to have it could have changed the complexion of the game. Oklahoma State could not stop Texas all day long. They could not stop Texas. They could not cover Texas's receivers. They could not schematically hang on. I mean, they were not equipped to deal with stuff like the tight end screen. They could not cover A.D. Mitchell. They could not cover Xavier Worthy. They could not cover Jordan Whittington. They could not cover J.T. Sanders. I mean, you take your pick, it all worked. Besides Quinn Ewers, Quinn Ewers' appalling interception that he threw straight to an Oklahoma State Cowboy. I forgot to pick that one off. I mean, this is one-way traffic. This was not a close competitive game. And I thought Oklahoma State could cover. 
I, I thought it would be kind of like a two, three score game most of the way in Oklahoma State, you know, fighting back late and maybe backdooring it in the end. I, I thought, though, Texas was, much, was the much better team. I really thought Texas uh, had the better team, was equipped with a better team, and would come in here and would show that. And they've shown that just in spades today. I mean, th- you have to give them so much credit for the way that they did not choke during the course of the season, right? There's plenty of opportunities for them to choke. And the way that they, um, in the end, and my alarm goes off, in the end, they played their best football, right? In the end of the year, Texas, in the last two weeks of the season, not against the best two teams they faced maybe, but in the last two games of the season, they showed up and they played their best ball. They played their best ball in some big games this year. Once again, Oklahoma game, it was a whole big mix, but the Alabama game was their best game. The K-State game most of the time was their best game, except for the very end, and they get the job done there. These two games in the end where there might have been some doubts, they get the job done here, and there was no doubt today. And so if you're assessing, like, if you're asking yourself a question about Texas in general, right? If you're asking yourself, hey, uh, in, in this season in general, like, do the Texas Longhorns deserve to play for a national championship? My answer to you is yes. I think if you watch these teams play, if you watch, you know, everybody play across the country, like Oregon in a 12-team playoff still probably gets in. But after watching them lose to Washington twice, it's hard to make the argument that like, you know, a 12-team playoff, okay, they should be back in. They weren't even the best team in their conference, right? Texas, with the way they've played this season and the resume they have, I think it's pretty safe to say like with what they've earned, they've earned the right uh, to play for a national championship. Like they are of that quality. There's been a lot of talk obviously about, you know, the, the big 12 as a whole. So let's go that angle first, because I do want to hit the Texas playing for a national championship angle and representing the big 12 while doing so. I want to hit that angle. This league has cycled through teams for a long time, right? The last four seasons, seven different teams have played for a big 12 championship. The last four season seasons have yielded four separate big 12 champions. We've had Texas this year. We had T- uh, Kansas State, I should say, last year. We and TCU didn't win. It's crazy. You know, it's, you could even say great teams, like I'll count to last year. You know, Baylor and Oklahoma State in 21, Iowa State and Oklahoma back in 20. It's always been cycling in this league, or at least recently, there's been a lot of cycling in this league. And so this, you could argue, is another iteration of that cycling. And, and generally speaking, I think that is correct. The one thing I would say is a bit different about this Texas team is out of all of those teams, this is the most talented. This is not maybe the best coached, but the coaching is good enough. And when you put them in context of other recent Texas teams, this team is a bit more talented, a lot better coached, I would say too. Uh, and you know, the quarterback, I think is a, is a big difference as well for them. And that's been my big knock, you know, recent years. And I love Sam Ellinger, great guy, Casey Thompson, Hudson card, but Quinn Ewers is coming along. And, and, and I think when you give Sark a guy that can make all of these throws, like you might have to deal with a couple boneheaded plays, but as soon as we saw him drop that dime, uh, down the seam last year against Alabama, the one Xavier worthy drop in the end zone, I think we all knew what we had here. Like this is a guy Sark could mold and turn into a championship winning quarterback. And he is once again, bad decisions. They do come for Quinn Ewers, but he is a, a really special talent. And I don't know if he's gonna be a special next level player. And then there's some questions about like, does it all have to be schemed up for him? If he's not seeing the game as well, you know, it's a whole lot of first read type stuff. I mean, 
How many times does it feel like when you were getting the progression that often? Now, there were some times today where he was patient and made and, and let things develop and it paid off for him. But, uh, you know, like, what does it look like when he has to be the creator and just doesn't have all these amazing guys around him relative to the talent they're playing, right? The next level, the NFL, or even the college football playoff. If they make it, that's going to be a question mark for Texas. But I would have to tell you, like, this, you know, he's better than Sam Ellinger, right? Sam Ellinger had to run the ball 20 times in a game and a bang up shoulder when he was throwing the ball around sometimes. And this team talent-wise, like A.D. Mitchell with Xavier Worthy and a tight end like J.T. Sanders and a good offensive line and good running backs. I mean, guys, it's not really mattering who's carrying the ball. So Brooks is good. Baxter looks good. Blue looks good. But, like, they're good players. But but if if everybody's cooking, the offensive line's got to be doing a great job, and they have been this year. The offensive line has done a very good job this year for the Texas Longhorns. And the thing for them is their defensive line has been really good too. I mean, Tavondre Sweat caught a damn touchdown today. That's how much in his bag Sark was to go to the coaching point again. But Bo Davis said it, man. He's like, hey, man, if you don't want to fight for this program, play for this program, get the hell out. And they've done a great job of recruiting, of roster building, and of cashing that check in. And so when I compare this team to all the other teams in recent memory, this is the best Big 12 team they've produced in a long time. And I think we have to give them credit. Coming, all these championship games that we've had recently have been tight, except for this one. And you could argue this Oklahoma State team might be the worst out of the eight championship uh, game teams we've had, right? I think 2021 Oklahoma State's better than them. I think last year's K State and last year's TCU are better than them. Maybe 2020 Iowa State is a bit worse, maybe uh, you could argue, but like they're not towards the top. This Oklahoma State team. They've got a really good, talented player in Ollie Gordon. They've got some decent defensive players. They've got some good wide receivers. I think Owens and, and Presley are pretty good, to be honest. But like everybody else, man, like I don't really know uh, about, about this group, about this team. And, you know, I think uh, Texas goes out and they just beat the brakes off this team. And as they should, because they are a better group. But this uh, this game was not competitive. It was never close. And so I think we have to acknowledge that this Texas team you know, should they have had teams reach this point for? Yeah, it's it's bad that this is their first championship since 09. Do not get me wrong. That's a failure. That's a failure that Texas has not been able to do it. But it's a credit to Sark, the fact that he actually got the job done in three years. The fact that he went from five and seven to eight and four to 12 and one and, and built this thing. I mean, this is a, I always say winning is not linear or usually it's not linear, but like this has been pretty linear and it's been a, you know, they were never stuck on a ceiling. Like, they have a chance to go into the SEC and be a team competing for championships. And now they have a problem. They're going to lose some guys up front in the defensive line, and they're going to lose some offensive linemen here pretty soon to the NFL. But if they keep on this trajectory, on this path, they're going to be good. And getting a guy like A.D. Mitchell from Georgia is huge. I mean, think about whenever it's a big game, it feels like that guy is catching significant passes, right? And Xavier Worthy is a burner, unbelievable burner. And J.T. Sanders is a weapon. The tight end screen today was so damn effective all day long, the stable of backs. And once again, Ewers can get the job done. It puts a lot of pressure on the coach. Sark had to scheme stuff up, but he's, he's great in those spots. The one thing you worry about down the line is obviously some of that game management was not good going into the half, but still they get, they get the, you know, they, they get the win pretty easily. And Brett, your mark, I'm seeing it right now on the screen. Jade Cargill's up there. Drew McIntyre's up there. I'm not sure they have any idea what's happening. Seamus is up there too. The WWE. And good for Taker. I know Taker's up there. Undertaker's up there loving it. Mark Callaway, big Texas Longhorn fan. Brett Yormark's got to hand the trophy over. 
you know what, guys? Like, that's okay. That's how the season planned out. And, and, and that's how it went out because Texas is the best team. Now, Brett looks like he wants to get off that stage really badly uh, right now as I'm watching. But, man, that, that's how it goes sometimes. And that this comments, you know, came back to bite him in the butt a little bit. But, like, I don't think there's any shame in saying the best team won the conference. I don't think there's any shame in that. I know there's a lot of Texas hate in this league. I understand that too, but this is still a good football league. It's still a good football league with great fan bases and people who care. It should not be diminished. Texas might not even make the college football playoff. Last year, uh, TCU, a team that went to the champion or you know went to the championship game, right? A team that didn't even win the Big Twelve from the Big Twelve went to the championship game. So Quinn Ewers is getting the belt right now, and that's okay. That is going to happen. They deserve it. They are the best team in this league this season. All right, full stop. So that brings us to another issue now. Texas could represent the Big 12 and go to the national championship, the college football playoff, I mean, and go to the college football playoff. And so they have a, an opportunity to do that. Now, we'll see, and results pending here. Uh, you know, I think there's a lot of different results that go different ways. We know Washington is in. We assume Michigan will be in. Uh, the Georgia-Alabama game will tell us a lot, and obviously Florida State and Louisville is huge because we know – that a third-string quarterback is going to be playing most likely for Florida State. So that puts a lot of things in flux there. But if Texas goes to a national championship, they go to a college football playoff, they're certainly good enough to go and win. I'll have to see what Brett Yormark says after the game. So uh, and he's talking right now, and Stark's trying to calm them down, which is great. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, Brett Yormark here is 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 obviously you know, once again a tough spot but texas playing in a national championship is something that could happen they are good enough now they might have to win those games 49 45 i hope if they get in the playoff it's and they're chanting sec i mean it's unbelievable you're in the big 12 you've been in the big 12 the entire time right so texas is going to go to the sec uh, as a big 12 champion and i hope they're able to compete there but as, as this year, guys, if they go to the college football playoff, they're not going as a Southeastern Conference team. They are not an SEC team. They played an SEC team. They did beat an SEC team in Alabama. They probably will have to beat another SEC team to win a championship. But Texas is a Big 12 team. They're not an SEC team right now. They're just not. Like I'm, I'm not saying they couldn't hang and win the SEC. They're, they're just a Big 12 team. They're playing in the Big 12 championship game. That's what's happening. So um, the Big 12 champion this year could go on a national championship. And I think that's something as people that cover the Big 12, like we have to acknowledge, right? I mean, I think that they have a pretty good shot of beating a Washington. I think they have a pretty good shot of beating, uh, you know, I think Michigan and Georgia a bit, a, a bit of a, a you know, a, a step above, right? I would say Michigan, they could beat Michigan. If TC did it last year, this team could definitely beat Michigan, I think, um, for sure. And I also think too, like Georgia, they could give them a close game, but they could definitely beat Florida state with a backup. Uh, they could definitely beat Alabama again, I think for sure. And so this team on a neutral field against those teams can hang with them and it can beat them. And that is a credit to the job that Steve Sarkeesian has done. So as much as it sucks for a lot of big 12 fans and like, I don't love doing this. I, I don't want to be up here talking about a Texas big 12 championship, but man, they didn't run this league. They did not run this league. This is their first championship in the league in 14 years. In 14 years. So they wanted they want to think that they they were going to be like Oklahoma. They were not. They were not Oklahoma in this league and it was not them and Oklahoma trading championships. Oklahoma was the big dog. Oklahoma ran this league. Now Oklahoma doesn't run it anymore obviously. The last 3 seasons have shown us Oklahoma did not run the league, right? But 
I will say at this point, uh, you know, it's it's pretty safe to say that, uh, you know, like th this team was deserving, but they did not run the league. So I think that's not something we have to worry about, you know, in the discourse. Uh, obviously, yes, we do not want Texas to win it, but, uh, you know, win the league. But I think now that they have won the league, I think it's pretty safe to say, like, why not root for them to win the entire thing? It's still a Big 12 team winning it all. It's still a team that played Big 12 ball all year. So you can't you can't say that if they win the championship, oh, it shows SEC teams can't win. Yeah, they're going to the SEC. They're not in the SEC right now. So look, man, if they go to the, to the college football playoff, I'll be pulling for them because I pull for Big 12 schools to do it. And I don't hate Steve Sarkeesian. It's a good redemption story, man. This guy's life was a mess. This guy's life was a total mess. He went to Alabama. He found some redemption. And also... He was able to go to Texas. He's able to build this thing up and he is winning and shout out to him for doing it. He is, he has done a great job. The man deserves his flowers. So I don't love Texas. They did not run this league, but Texas deserves their flowers after what was a dominant performance. The final numbers are in. Once again, I started this show when the championship game had not ended. Quinn Ewers throws for 452 yards and four touchdowns in this game. Also through at the INT. Uh, they ran for five yards, a pop as well. JT Sanders and AD Mitchell both go for 100 yards and a touchdown, six uh, for 86. Uh, and also Jaden Blue scored a receiving touchdown. Tavondre Sweat caught the touchdown too. I mean, Sark's innovation today was off the charts. He was so good drawing up the plays. Uh, you know, I, I was, I was, I was really enamored with a lot of the offense that they were running. So let's give Texas credit. They boat race Oklahoma State to the Big 12 championship game. They deserve their flowers. We'll see tomorrow if they get in to the Big 12 champion or into the college football playoff. But Texas, your champions in 2023. Leave comments, subscribe to the channel, uh, find me wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube as well. And we'll talk to you folks tomorrow.